Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. On today's episode, we are talking about the question, why don't they love me? So a couple things before we jump in here, we're going to really kind of go down deep today. Uh, I'm going to talk about this idea of uh, a, a quote that somebody shared in a group and how it got me thinking about this idea of uh, somebody's ability to love and show love. So I'm going to reference several different tools, tips, and strategies. And because of that, in the description, you're going to find the search engine link. So anything that I reference here today in the, in the episode, if you want to know more about, I guarantee you go to that link, type in a keyword, uh, and, and you'll get instant access to other content. Okay. And then I'm going to share with you two tips on how you can change. Um, well, just change your thinking on this idea. And then I'm going to share with you two different questions and you're going to want to write these two questions down because, uh, whichever question you ask yourself more is going to guide your life. So you want to write them down and be able to go back to them and and really reflect on this and say, okay, which question am I asking right now? Okay. I promise you, if you, if you tuck into this lesson today, you are really going to understand yourself better. You're going to understand how you think about others better, and you might even be able to have better relationships because of it. Okay. Awesome. Enjoy. All right. So let's get into it. Why don't they love me? So recently I was in a mastermind group session and somebody said, we were having this discussion about, uh, working with challenging people. So a topic that is near and dear to my heart that I absolutely love to talk about. And somebody in the group said, you know, they don't know how to love you or they would. And I don't know why, but it really started to kind of get stuck in my brain. And it got me thinking, um, yesterday I spent pretty much the whole entire time for my walk, which is about half an hour, really thinking about it. Um, And I was like, okay, they don't know how or they would. And I was thinking about all of the tools and the tips and the strategies that we've shared just on this podcast for learning how to love someone. So uh, we've talked about Gary Chapman's five love languages before. We've talked about the six love supplies, which you can go and um, I'll put the search engine link in here. Again, you can, if you want to search any of these things, just go in, type in the keyword, uh, love languages or love supplies. You'll get all kinds of stuff. We've also talked about the disc personality profile. Again, you can go and search that and changing your communication style, right? So the, the strategies, which are really the how. And so part of me thinks, well, sure. If you don't know that kind of stuff, how are you going to be able to apply it? Uh, for example, my husband went through a disc training a couple years ago and my goodness, the change, you know, after he went through it, he's like, Oh, I get why, you know, you and our kids do this thing. And now we can have open communication about what's happening. So this is how I'm seeing it. And we joke around. We're like, Oh, you're seeing it from the sea side of things. Or, you know, I'll, I'll say or do something. And he's like, Oh yeah, that's such an S thing to do. Um, And so there is a notion to that, that they don't know how to love or they would. So yes, learning skills and strategies and tools are really important. However, 
that doesn't tell the whole story. Just because you've learned these skills and strategies doesn't mean you can do them or export them. The learning of the tools and strategies is a conscious brain activity. The exportation, the doing of them comes from your subconscious. So unless you have had something that has downloaded the, the tools and strategies into your subconscious, which we know that there are several ways to do that. One is repetition. Uh, I'll be honest, I know so much about DISC right now because I've done so much work, not only for myself, but with my clients, um, you know, teaching and training on it, talking about it, you know, for a while there, it seemed like I was talking about DISC every single day. Uh, So it has been repetitiously downloaded into my subconscious. It's just a part of me now. Uh, You can also have strong emotions. So for example, you know, if you have um, a really strong, let let me just say a positive, although I'm giving air quotes here because no emotions are positive or negative. They really just are. We put a label of positive or negative on it. But let's say you have a strong emotion and your label is happiness or joy at, you know, um, a way that somebody showed you love. Well, guess what? That's going to be downloaded into your subconscious and that's going to be a part of how you show other people love because you want them to have that same feeling. Um, so we've got repetition, you've got emotion. Also Psych K, this is a, a beautiful thing about Psych K is that, you know, we can come and, and you decide what is it that you want to work on. Um, let's say you, you know, just went through a disc class and you're like, yes, I think this is important, but yet you want to, uh, rapidly download that into your subconscious. There are balances that we can do to ensure that that occurs. Um, so those are ways that you can download them, but it's really important because all behavior comes from a belief, which is in your subconscious. So you can go and attend the class, you can read the book, you can listen to the podcast, but if you don't have the belief that matches it in your subconscious, you're not going to be able to export it. So you can learn the thing, but you're not going to be able to love someone else until you have that belief inside that you can. So, you know, something is keeping you stuck from being able to export that. So when we're talking about other people and their ability to, to love you, you know, when, when this guy said they don't know how to love you or they would, um, I, I think that, how do I say this? You know, when we have special relationships, so family, um, close friends, that kind of thing, we have an expectation that they should love us and they should love us in a certain way. And when that expectation is dashed, that hurts us. So I'll be honest with you that, that there was a kind of an epiphany in my life several years ago when I realized that my family was not at the awareness level that they could love me in the way that I needed. Uh, I remember going to a family funeral and I just, I was thinking about, you know, how am I going to get through this thing? Because up until then it was just really, really difficult to be with family. Um, I was triggered all the time. And I remember thinking, oh, see, I'm expecting to go in and, and have everybody at this funeral take care of me because I'm, I'm the kid, right? So my aunts and my uncles and everybody, they should take care of me because I'm the kid. And I realized, 
that's not true because they're at a different level of awareness. And so I switched it to, okay, what's my role? What's my purpose here? My purpose here is not to be loved. Uh, my purpose here is to serve. And so I switched how I looked at it. And from there, everything just flowed a lot nicer. And I'll be honest that that was one of those moments where I realized how much power I have. And I began to really practice some of the skills that I'm teaching you all. So it was a, a huge moment for me. And it allowed me to realize uh, I was the person that was not loving them because when I was coming in in this expectation mode, I was not able to serve them. So, you know, from my, my belief that they should serve me, I was not serving them and I was not loving them. Uh, you know, this has happened. I can't even tell you how many times with my husband, you know, um, that there are times when I have my moments right now, as time goes on, especially the more inner work that I do, the less moments I have. However, it still shows up. And usually it's because I'm, I'm just feeling very drained energetically. So when I'm having some very strong feelings and my husband is not loving me at that time, right? He's not loving me and supporting me and, and listening to me. Uh, it's not because he doesn't want to. It's because that there's a, a, a lack there. Um, there's, there's something that keeps him from being able to do that. He might know consciously what he needs to do, but he can't export it because he has a, a, um, a feeling, belief, value, or need that keeps him from doing that. So expectation in this instance leads to dashed hopes. So we really need to let these people off the hook. Okay. Um, I, I think about letting people off the hook. I've had several discussions this week with folks who their boss, for whatever reason, can't or won't lead. They won't step up and do the right thing. This is kind of the same thing. Uh, it might not be a, why don't they love me thing, but it's definitely, why don't they lead me? Why don't they support me? Why don't they encourage me? Right? Why don't they, I don't know, treat me like a human being. And that's very hard because you're trying to, you're expecting that that boss would do that. And I'm not saying that your expectation is wrong. It's just that the reality doesn't match up. And so now you, you're always going to be disappointed. So if you can change your expectation of that person and say, okay, they clearly either don't know how, or they can't export it because they have something, you know, inside that's holding them back. Now I can change my focus to, okay, what can I do? So there's really two tips that I found that work really well for me and also for a lot of my coaching clients. So the first one is this idea of you have got to love yourself. Okay. You have got to love yourself. Listen, even the people that love you the most do not think about you 100% of the time. So you have got to love and take care of yourself. What does that look like? Well, you know, if, if you have a, uh, a love language of, you know, listening to yourself, you, you like, you like to be listened to, then listen to yourself. Um, this is more about asking yourself, what gives me passion? What gives me purpose? What gets me going in the morning? What's my why? 
um, you know, what do I want to do in this life? So this morning when I woke up and quite frankly, I was awake at three 30 this morning, just wide eyed, ready to go. Uh, and I've learned a long time ago, don't fight it, just get up and, and get going. So I've had an amazing time this morning. Um, I was loving myself. So between study and meditation, and, uh, I did, did a whole site case session with myself this morning. That was just beautiful. And spending a little bit of time with my kids as they're getting ready in the morning, uh, and doing some yoga. And here, after I'm done with this, I'm going to go for a walk. Uh, that self love is really important. And you need that because there are times when you've got to be around people who don't know how to love you. They can't export that. So if you fill up your own love tank by yourself, then it will help you when you go out into the great wide world. So the way that you love yourself shows other people what you expect. Okay. So for example, protect your time, right? I I think about this one all the time. Uh, I've got people, I've got people wanting my time all the time. And, and the idea of, can I just, you know, take a few minutes and pick your brain? Well, listen, I can't have everybody picking my brain. Uh, and there are many times when, you know, such as I'm doing the podcast, I'll refer people to, Hey, listen, go to the podcast. Uh, you know, use our search engine, search that first, because most likely the question you have has already been answered on one of these podcasts. If it has not, or you did not get your question answered, come on back. It's not that I don't want to answer your question, but if everybody picks a little part of my brain, guess what? I'm not going to have much to give anymore, right? So I protect my time and I'm kind of heading into this season of my life where I'm going to do a little less free stuff and a little more paid stuff. Now, you know, some of the stuff is not going to be, you know, it's not going to break your bank. It's going to be a few bucks, but I also want to get people to understand the value of investing in themselves, So it's not about me making money. It's about you are important. So invest three bucks, five bucks, seven bucks into yourself. Okay. So protect your time. Also, you know, give yourself gifts. If you're a person that you're like, Hey, one of my love languages is gifts. Um, what can you give yourself as far as a gift? I like little gifts. Uh, you know, I'm, Sometimes, sometimes they come from Amazon because I like the little box that comes. Uh, but other times it's just writing out a really cool quote on, on a post-it note and hanging that up somewhere and putting a little extra time into making it look pretty. That's a gift to myself. Okay. Uh, if you love acts of service, serve yourself and do it with the intention that you're serving yourself. So my mom was the, the master of giving the guilt trip, right? Uh, I cannot tell you how many, everything she did for us. She made sure that we knew that she did it for us, right? That she was sacrificing. Listen, that's some pretty negative, dense emotion that you're putting behind that. Uh, but let's say you really want, um, you know, uh, a bubble bath. Okay. If that's your thing and you know, you've got to clean the tub when you're cleaning the tub, don't be doing it in an energy of like, Oh man, I can't believe I have to do this. And why didn't so-and-so do this and blah, 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 blah. Right. But do it as if you're doing it in service for another. So for example, let's say your, your friend, um, 
you know, just, just had a brand new baby and you're going over, you're going to help her, uh, and you're going to serve her and you're like, Hey man, you need a bubble bath. And you go in there and realize, Oh, she doesn't have a clean tub, you know, and your heart just says, you know what? I'm going to clean this tub for her. I'm going to run this bubble bath for her. And it's an act of service that you're doing with love. Okay. So you're exporting the knowledge, which is, Oh, this, I can do this. Right. And then, and then out of the belief of, I want to serve and love her. Here you go. Do the same for yourself. So I realized when I was going through the six love supplies for the first time for myself, that two of my love supplies are listening to myself and keeping promises. Uh, I would love if other people would listen, listen to me intently. Uh, that doesn't often happen. I would love for other people to keep their promises to me. You know, some people do, some people don't. It just is what it is. And I used to focus a lot on, this is what I need from you. This is what I need from you. This is what I need from you. After having these revelations though, I realized, oh, see, I'm expecting again. And not that it's bad to have expectations. It's just that when expectations don't meet reality, you get disappointed every time. So now what I do is I expect it from myself. I ask myself, how am I listening to me? And the, the keeping of promises is really important. So if I, I say I'm going to do something, do I follow up on that? And that's really key because listen, guys, I'm, I'm in a business where it's like me, myself, and I, right? Uh, I really don't answer to a whole lot of people. And so, you know, quite frankly, I've got several hours today that are, are for prep stuff and I, I'm really going to use them well. I know that. Uh, but there, there could be that temptation to not do anything, Right. And I need to keep promises to myself. That's loving me. Okay. When you love yourself, you increase your self-respect and other people are going to start to notice that. And they're either going to love you more in the way that you need it because you're communicating that, or they're going to, they're going to self-select out of that relationship and just be like, yeah, no, that's not for me, which is not, not at all bad. Um, we're, we're getting ready to launch a new round of our self-image mastery class. I'm not going to tell you a whole lot about it today. I will talk a little bit more about it tomorrow, but I just want to plant the seed in your mind that if you struggle with this idea of loving yourself or self-worth or self-image, self-concept, um, if you struggle with any of that, you're going to want to listen tomorrow when I talk about self-image mastery. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So the second tip that works for me is this idea of common ground. So we've talked about common ground before. It's a, it's a great way to make connections with other people. Um, especially if you're in a toxic relationship or, uh, maybe you've got a team that's just not working well together. It's really awesome to be able to come in, begin on common ground and kind of build from there. However, in this whole, why don't they love me podcast, you don't have to have common ground to love and serve another person. You can make a conscious choice to love them anyway. Uh, even in their, their lower awareness level, or maybe I should say, especially in their lower awareness level. So let's say you, you know, you're having an interaction with somebody, uh, and it could be, you know, just like my family at that funeral. And I realize, Ooh, their lower level of awareness. I don't have to sit there and tell myself, oh, where's the common ground here? How can I start on that? I can just choose to love and serve them. 
Um, so just, just think about that. Uh, sometimes we have these mental gymnastics that we try to really kind of be up in our head about and, and the choosing the how. And sometimes we need to stop thinking about the how and just make that choice that I'm going to love and serve and let it flow. Okay. Choose to love them, even though you can't find anything in common with them. Okay. Just choose to love. I really think it's important that, you know, we, we started this podcast with why don't they love me? Uh, but maybe what if we change the question from why don't they love me to how can I love me? And just that one subtle shift in your focus can literally change your whole life because you don't go into rooms anymore expecting other people to love and serve you. You do it for yourself first. And then guess what? Here's the bonus about all of this. Cause I know, you know, there's somebody out there who's listening. Who's probably saying, okay, Michelle, but that just, again, it's so much work on my part and other, these other people should be doing their part too. When you start to love yourself and let other people off the hook, what happens is you do communicate to them subconsciously, this is how I prefer to be loved. And what happens over time, and I know because I've seen it for myself, is that other people catch that and they begin to show you love. When you love yourself more, they will love you more. And but now you don't have that expectation that they're going to love you. So now it's a bonus gift, right? So think about it this way. Um, on certain times of the year, don't you expect to get a gift? So for example, if it's your birthday, if it's Christmas, if it's Valentine's day, whatever those days are, don't you expect to get a gift? And if you don't, how do you feel? Okay, but what if it's like a random Tuesday in in July? Do you expect to get a gift on that day? No, right? Most people don't expect to get a gift. So what would happen if somebody in your life uh, showed up with a gift or or maybe this has happened a couple times where somebody has, um, a client has sent a gift in the mail and just completely blessed my heart. I just love that. Uh, please, no, I'm not soliciting gifts. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying this is a good example of, of randomness that, you know, somebody would send something on a random Tuesday and all of a sudden your heart is just so full because there was no expectation there. That's what we're talking about here. We want the expectation not to be on why don't they love me? They should love me more. No, we don't want it to be on other people. We want our expectation to be on us every day. How am I going to show up to love myself today? And then, you know, when other people respond to us loving ourselves, guess what? It's a bonus. It's a surprise. It's awesome. So I, I don't know where you're at with this today. I don't know if you struggle this with this one. Um, you know, it could be the people who are in your personal life. You know, maybe if you're if you're married, maybe your spouse doesn't love you the way that you appreciate. Or, you know, maybe um, if you're at work, maybe your coworkers, or or maybe it is your boss who who doesn't appreciate you. Uh, maybe you've got some friends you're dealing with, and they're they're just not helping you in the way that you think you should. So I want you to really examine those relationships and ask yourself, which question am I asking? Is it why don't they love me? Or is it how can I love me? 
Because that one question, whichever one you're asking the most, is going to guide your life. Awesome. Hey, thank you guys for joining me today. I know this was, went a little bit longer, but I, I hope it was really helpful for you. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.